0: Vox Quick Hits. Almost 200 million doses of COVID-19 vaccinations have been administered in the United States. Something like 75 million people have been fully vaccinated. Almost a billion people have received a shot globally. And with so many people itching to get back to normal, it's inevitable that we start talking about proving you have the vaccine. Some call this proof a vaccine passport. But our guest today will explain why that's a bit of a loaded term.
1: Yeah. So one of the big challenges with this discussion is that a whole bunch of things are now being bucketed into this term vaccine passport.
0: Our guest today is Rebecca Highwell from Recode.
1: So broadly, it essentially just means a record of the fact that you have received an inoculation or a vaccine. Recently, it's come to refer to the idea that this record might be on your smartphone, it might be on a pass that you carry, you know, in the pandemic. And it would basically include a record from maybe a health provider that's given you that vaccine or a government or a state health authority that confirms that you have had this vaccine and you've been inoculated for COVID-19. But one thing I'd really, really push against is actually calling them vaccine passports. One of the challenges has been that that term implies that it means you can actually go places and it's going to give you all these privileges, which it's just part of it. But I think a lot of the things that are being rolled out right now are are simply digital records of the fact that you've been vaccinated and aren't, you know, so different from a paper version of the same thing or the record of the fact that you've received a vaccine that exists with your healthcare provider.
0: Okay, so this isn't going to get me into Canada necessarily. What will this do? Why would you need a so-called vaccine passport or a digital record?
1: So there are a separate slew of initiatives that are trying to take those records to enable life to sort of return to normal again. So we've seen this airport security company, Clear, try to roll out uh, using these vaccine records for venues and you know returning to sports games and things like that. Meet Jane. She's eager to cheer on her favorite team at the stadium, get back to her favorite restaurant, and even get back to the office. Health Pass is the solution for your business to allow safer access, while providing Jane the confidence to get moving. You know, it's possible some small businesses might want to look at it or even cruise lines might want to use a vaccine record in order to make sure that you're vaccinated before getting on board for two weeks uh, with a bunch of other people. So the idea is that this is going to help us get back to normal, whatever that looks like, but it's not necessarily for traveling abroad just yet.
0: So maybe get you into a concert
1: one day? Yeah, potentially. Though it's worth keeping in mind Remember
0: concerts, Rebecca?
1: Yeah, I I <laughs> I think back in those days fondly. Um the <laughs> Thing to keep in mind also is a lot of the apps that are actually rolling out to do something like that also have other functionalities built into them that allow you to just test negative for COVID and do the exact same thing. So it gets really complicated because there are so many apps, there are so many different initiatives, and they're all doing slightly different things. But everyone's calling them vaccine passports.
0: Hmm. What is required for a true vaccine passport? What does it look like?
1: So the first thing that you need is a record that you've been vaccinated. One of the challenges with this is that we've been getting these little paper cards with the CDC insignia. They're famous now, but they're not set up to be double checked. It's not like if you're you know, hosting an Ariana Grande concert, you can just call up the CDC and say, hey, someone should be this card. Is that right? That's not how the system is set up. So we have to use all these different records um, that might exist with your healthcare provider or whoever gave you the vaccine to make sure that you have, in fact, been vaccinated. So you need that record, and then you need some sort of level of trust between whoever's looking at that record, like a concert, and um, and the provider of that record. So there are, there's sort of a two-step process here.
0: And those CDC cards, to be clear here, not a vaccine passport.
1: So- What's weird is some places have been using them as uh, proof of vaccination, but a lot huh. of people don't see them as completely trustworthy because of the problems that I just mentioned. They've also been forged.
0: They look like they'd be really easy to forge. Yeah,
1: it's I've reported on how easy they are to forge in the past. You know, that's why we've had all of these initiatives to build a digital system that would do somewhat of a similar thing.
0: Who is pushing for a better system right now? Who is pushing for some sort of legitimate vaccine proof of purchase.
1: So what's interesting is that the federal government has said basically they're not going to be involved in offering a standard credential of vaccination and they're not going to be forcing people to prove that they've been vaccinated. The Biden administration has basically opted out on this. So now we have different states that have moved ahead by uh, and trying to offer this themselves. So we've seen New York State roll out something called the Excelsior Pass, which Andrew Cuomo is really sort of pushing ahead. Excelsior, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Sounds fancy. New York State pride. You know, Hawaii is talking about having a vaccine passport program this summer for travelers. And there's been some discussion in North Carolina as well. But what's also interesting is that the people who have been rolling out apps the quickest are actually these sort of collectives of nonprofits healthcare companies and sort of health record companies tech companies trying to come up with standards for this so it's actually the private sector that's leading on this and that's created this problem where you have a you know a million different uh initiatives trying to do the exact same thing. And there's no standardization across them, which makes the prospect of having a universal vaccine passport system seem really unlikely in the U.S.
0: So just like everything else over the course of this pandemic, we're looking at a likely patchwork of verification of vaccination.
1: Yeah, it's very patchwork.
0: Why is the federal government not into this?
1: The Biden administration has said that they're worried that instituting some kind of federal or government based vaccine credential system would make people less trusting of the vaccine process and less likely to actually get the vaccine as these tools are being considered by the private and nonprofit profit sectors our interest is very simple from the federal government which is americans privacy and rights should be protected and so the, so that these systems are not used against people unfairly and they've said you know we think americans will not trust a government-backed system here it's better to leave it up to the private sector and to some extent that has Played out in this in the sort of some of the outrage that we've seen about uh, the idea of a vaccine passport.
0: Outrage, you say? Tell me about the outrage.
1: Yeah, there's there's a lot of legitimate concerns about vaccine passports, we should, which we should get to. But there have also been a lot of uh, sort of culture war, like concerns that have been brought up as well, not necessarily in good faith, but we've seen the Republican governors of Florida and Texas have recently banned vaccine passports to various extents. We've also seen uh, legislation proposed uh, by one Republican in Congress that would ban the federal government from issuing or requiring vaccine passports, which again, the federal government is not trying to do. Um, and it plays into this sort of thing of like fear of government surveillance, you're limiting my freedom. Law, you know, arguments about um, get a government overreach and things like that. Other countries, we have seen state-backed, government-backed uh, initiatives that basically involve a vaccine passport system. But vaccine passports of an idea have been picked up by conservatives as sort of a, a way to sort of start a fight and to create a giant argument.
0: But beyond politics, you mentioned there are some legitimate concerns about these kinds of vaccine certifications. What, what are those?
1: Well, one of the questions is supply, right? And this is a criticism that the World Health Organization has brought up and in, in regard to international travel. And if they have said, you know, as long as there are lots of people in the world who cannot get the COVID-19 vaccine yet— instituting a system in which some people can travel freely between countries because they've gotten vaccinated and other people can't creates really significant questions about equity and questions about, you know, incentivizing people from wealthier, more privileged countries taking up more vaccine doses so they can go vacation while other people who are maybe more at risk still haven't gotten the vaccine. You know, there are questions about privacy, this going digital and what does it mean to have this record on a phone or in a database? But that's not often the criticism that's being brought into the mainstream in the U.S. that that we're talking about. But it's important to acknowledge those questions as well because they are important.
0: I I hear that. Also worth noting, there are already vaccine certifications out there in the United States and all over the world, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, people have to show proof of vaccination to do a whole lot of things. Uh, you know, if you ever went to summer camp or you probably had your parents show or get some forms from a doctor's office proving that you had some kind of a list of vaccines that you're required to get or, or school or whatever. So credentials for vaccinations certainly aren't new. What's new is the pandemic What's and what's new is COVID-19 and the question of whether we want that kind of system to be applied here, how it should be applied, and, and, and whether this is something we want.
0: That was an excerpt of Today Explained. To hear the whole enchilada and others like it, check out Today Explained wherever you check out your podcasts.